Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 718. Perhaps you are mistaking a word, she said. Gentle apology. Beauty is a flower, or a woman, or a gem. Perhaps you mean to say utility. A wall is useful. Useful, but beautiful as well. Perhaps a thing gains beauty being used. Perhaps a thing is used according to its beauty, I countered, wondering if this was the ADEM equivalent of small talk. If it was, I preferred it to the insipid gossip of the mayor's court. What of my hat? she asked, touching it with a hand. Is it beautiful because it is used? It was knitted from a thick homespun wool and dyed a bright corn-silk yellow. It was slightly lopsided, and its stitching was uneven in places. It seems very warm, I said carefully. She gestured small amusement, and her eyes twinkled ever so slightly. Is it that, she said, and to me it is beautiful, as it was made for me by my daughter's daughter. Then it is beautiful as well, agreement. The woman hand-smiled at me. Her hand tilted differently from Tempe's when she made a ge the gesture. And I decided to take it as a fond, motherly smile. Keeping my face blank, I gestured a smile in return, doing my best to make it both warm and polite. You speak well for a barbarian she said, and reached out to grip my arm in a friendly gesture. Visitors are rare, especially those so courteous. Come with me, and I will show you beauty, and you will speak to me of what its use might be. I looked down, regret. I cannot. I am waiting. For one inside? I nodded. If they have gone inside, I suspect you will be waiting some time. Certainly, they would be pleased if you came with me. I may prove more entertaining than a wall. The woman lifted her arm and caught the attention of a young boy. He trotted over and looked up at her expectantly, her eyes darting briefly to my hair. She made several gestures to the boy, but I only understood quietly. Tell those inside I am taking this man for a walk, so he need not stand alone in the wind. I will return him shortly. She tapped my loot case, then did the same to my travel sack and the sword on my hip. Give these to the boy, and he will take them inside for you. Without waiting for me to reply, she began to tug my travel sack off my shoulder, and I couldn't think of a graceful way of disengaging myself without the end of the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Okay, so I think that this piece of elderly human action is very, uh, as Jeremy might say, verisimilitudinous. If I'm using that word correctly, it feels very much like it would happen in life. I feel like a lot of people of like, 
especially like at least like a a two generation gap or older like will often just like be like this is the thing we're doing now <laughs> like we've had a nice chat and now we're doing my thing and it'll just happen because that's it just they just make it happen it's true but i think it's also important to remember that this is a test and that this is you know the most senior and and wise and elderly of the adem so while i agree that this is verisimilitudinous and that this is how you know you would treat respectfully an elderly host of yours when you when you know being approached in uh, for small talk in a uh in a you know a foreign country i also think that Shaheen is savvy enough to use that to her advantage. Um, I think, and this is, you know, I, I have a lot to say on this page, and so I can dive right into it. I think that Shaheen is constantly testing him. At the very top of this page, she says, perhaps you are mistaking a word. You're, you're saying beauty, and beauty is flower or gem or woman. And when I was reading this today, I thought, oh, so maybe the Adam don't have a concept for like the quiet beauty of a thing that has you know utility and or you know like the value for a thing beyond its like apparent worth uh and then i you know read again and went wait that's crazy of course they have value they of course they value things for things beyond worth so i think that she's asking him or like giving him a leading information to try to get him to say yes you're right it's you know the things that are beautiful are things that are like women or or gems uh to kind of see how he reacts to that idea if he is just like a barbarian and like a mercenary or like a treasure hunter maybe he will say yeah that's what's beautiful to me is things that i can have sex with or spend um, and quilt doesn't fall for it because he doesn't believe that and i think he's also genuinely like engaging her in repartee and he says no no like these things have beauty because they are maintained and important and uh or you know given with love and so I think he's kind of passed that test there. Yeah, I honestly cannot remember if he's passing a test or failing it. And it makes me a little anxious. Oh, I think if he was failing it, he would have been killed. I, I think <laughs> I do not think he, pa- he fails this test. I mean, I don't think she would, like, if he answered wrong, she would snap his neck right here and now. But I think that if he ended up failing the tests that Shaheen is kind of putting him through without him knowing it, that she would kill him. Yes. But I don't think she'd just like reach out and snap his neck like a chicken in this moment. <laughs> I kind of think that she would like, I no, no, no. I think that she would. And I, I'll tell you why, you know, be, they clearly have a very dim view of the barbarians and they also don't think much of Tempe. So I think that they are checking Quoth to see what kind of guy he is, because if he is indeed just like a brute who has somehow bewildered, simple Tempe, into taking him here, they probably would just kill him outright. Like, I truly do think that Shaheen is prepared to, to just snap his neck like a chicken. Like you say, if he is the kind of brute who thinks that beauty is a flower or a woman or a gem. I don't think that they would come to a decision like that. uh, The way that your driver's license test will instantly fail you. If you like do a certain thing wrong on your test that the test is an instant fail. Like, I don't think they, they, I don't think it works that way. I think that they are assessing him holistically and that everything he does is contributing to how they're going to treat him. I also think that Shaheen is uh, intentionally separating him, not just from his travel sack and his loot, but from his sword. 
because we are told that you only get to wear a sword when you've earned it in Adam culture. So Shaheen is uh, intentionally and uh, without threat disarming him by doing it in the context of like, oh yeah, this boy will carry your luggage. But I do not think it's an accident that Quoth is subtly maneuvered to giving up his sword at this time. He's not completely unaware that that's happening because he says like, I couldn't think of a way of a graceful way to not give up this stuff. Like I couldn't think of a polite way to say no. Exactly. And this goes back to what Jordana was, was saying in that Shaheen is using her matronly affect to disarm a potential intruder, which is brilliant. Yes. But I also think that I, maybe Jordana and I will agree on this point that She's not like putting on an act. I think this is how she is. Otherwise, she wouldn't arrive wearing the hat her granddaughter made for her, right? Like, I think she is a kindly grandmotherly figure. And she is also this calculating, you know, savvy leader of her people. She can be both things. And that makes her interesting. She uh, she is a person who contains multitudes. Yes, stuff can be two things. I also... I feel like we're getting into some uh, subtleties of how the ADEM use hand talk because they can use it to convey emotion, but they also can use it to convey like the expressions that we use to convey emotion. Like at one point, Clovis says like she hand smiled at him, right? She doesn't say like what emotion she's signifying. He just says that she smiled at him with her hands, which I think is interesting. Do they always signify an emotion or is like smiling a like a specific motion in hands? I don't know. I don't... Well, I mean, look at the other, all the other examples we have on the last two pages are anxiety, regret, regret, agreement, small amusement, gentle apology. You know, they, they convey like there's, there's a motion that's attached to a specific feeling and sometimes a modifier of that feeling. I see. But it's not just facial expression, it's also tone of voice. It's all the all the work that is done by other signifiers than words in social settings. And the ADEM do all that with their hand gestures because they don't do facial expressions. And conversely, when people smile, there are all kinds of context clues from what they've been saying to you, what their body language is, what the situation you're in is that tell you what they are trying to convey by that smile. And there's different kinds of smiles. You can have like a matronly smile. Exactly. A smile can mean any number of things, but she like, we don't actually get the meaning, right? She just hand smiles at him. And I think that Rothfuss does a good job of communicating how sometimes quote, like, Quoth is a lot more conversant in Adem language than he was, you know, when he first met Tempe. But he's not fluent because she she tilts her hand differently from Tempe's when she hand smiles at him. And he decides to take it as a fond motherly smile. But he doesn't know that. He's just assuming that because she's a nice granny, as far as he knows. And uh, similarly, like she just she gestures a lot to the boy reading between the lines here. She hand smiles at him. And I think that she realizes that he doesn't know what she means when she smiles at him. She's conveying an emotional affect that he doesn't pick up on. And then she goes, OK, so I can probably use hand talk to communicate to the boy and the barbarian won't know what I'm saying, which he doesn't. Hmm. Yeah. So that's another context clue to Nick's point that. She is playing him. 
Yeah, and she's also giving orders to the people inside. Like, obviously, the people inside are supposedly there to converse with her. So she needs to tell them, like, stay put, I'm taking the barbarian, you know, whatever, I'm safe. Or maybe I'll take him off to a secluded place and snap his neck like a chicken. Yeah, and keep keep Tempe here so that he doesn't interfere. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of subtext. Like, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot communicated through the hand gestures, but there's no less subtext or no less ability to conjure subtext, I think, uh, when speaking endemic. But uh, as we were talking about uh, on previous pages, this is also very Yoda when she says to him, if they have gone inside, I suspect you will be waiting some time. Certainly they would be pleased if you came with me. I may prove more entertaining than a wall. Like that is that is basically Yoda saying, mm, take you to him, I will. Great warrior. And also like <laughs> you were just standing there and staring at the wall when I came to find you. Like <laughs> there's gotta be something better than that for you to be doing with your time. Yeah, I can I can make your life more interesting than that, which is always gonna get to Kvove. We have a letter today. Yes. Coming from our Discord, a post from our good friend Bill, who writes on magnetism and technology in Temerant. In episode 674, you talked about Quoth knowing that light behaves as a wave, and you pointed out the contrast in that knowledge and still not fully understanding lodestones and magnetism. You also asked if Rothfuss outlined technological development in his world. I remember hearing Pat talk at some point, maybe in the one-shot roleplay podcast, about how in Tamarant they have electricity, but because Sympathy and Sigildry are so effective, they really don't have any reason to use it. Why run power lines to have light when you can just get there with Sympathy lamps? This disinterest in electricity would be, I think, a good reason to not look deeper into magnets than as a novelty. Magnetic fields and electricity generation are fundamental to almost everything we interact with on a daily basis. But in Tamarant, there is no necessity for magnetic fields, so there's nothing driving further development or research. So I think, yes, Pat did contemplate what tech is relevant in this world. And I think it's been intentionally steered away from electricity, even in the face of sophisticated scientific understanding. Having lodestones be merely curiosities is a signal that this is on purpose. Thanks for all that you three do. All that's good. Signed, Bill. These are all very sense-making things. I I cannot disagree. Nor should you. Yeah, although I can't help but wonder if it will end up being important. Like, why include them at all? I guess because they're like fundamental forces of nature and maybe you get into more... Difficult questions if you're like, oh, yeah, there's no magnetism in this world. You know, and it's like, why don't the planets just fly off into space? Because as we all know, the planets orbit the stars through magnetism. Don't at me. <laughs> I mean, I, I basically when I feel like in fantasy world building, you everyone just assumes that the natural laws of the universe work the way they do in our world. Unless something comes along and says that they don't. I think if magnets are introduced in the world and they seem to work the way magnets work in our world, there's no reason to think that there's anything unusual about them until we're told that they are. I personally think they're just in there as like an interesting piece of set dressing that the lay reader will recognize as like a remarkable object that might interest a scientist or national or a natural philosopher, but that isn't magic. Well, actually, and I am well actually you here, Quoth does use his knowledge of magnetism uh, or rather he uses yeah he uses his knowledge of magnetism to do sympathy that kills the Dracus. so because he knows this obscure fact about these weird materials he's able to use the more prevalent science to to do something so it actually does have a plot it does have some plot relevance i mean yeah i guess so but i mean if the, if there was never any mention of a lodestone in the story 
I'd still buy that that can happen because I know what a magnet is. Like, I know how magnetism works. Do you? How does it work, Jeremy? Well, you know what? Actually, I take it all back because uh, no one knows how magnets work. The Insane Clown Posse wrote a song about it. Um, and we'll write a follow-up song <laughs> about it on tomorrow's page. Fronted by um, Jordana in clown makeup. The wind! <laughs> uh, no. Definitely not. That's a, a hard no. What's your Insane Clown persona? 